0: Six, five, four, three, two, one, fire! Earth rings. We have now
1: taken over your radio. Ignition. You are now listening to Trap Chat Alley The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Presented by Trap Sense 95. Enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Follow us on all social media platforms at T-R-A-P-D-95. Uh, yeah. Trap Chat Alley Season 3,
0: Episode 17. We are back once again. My name is Mikey Charlie. I am flying solo for this part of the podcast. It's a very special podcast today because we are going to review the year 2018 for the Raptors. It is the 2018 Raptors Wrap-Up. That's the second part of this podcast. Usually I'm joined by Illicit. He will join me in the second part of the podcast alongside a special guest, Big Beasy. But in the meantime, I will be holding it down, bringing you the regular segments that we usually do on this podcast, which is... Run that back where I will cover the victory, the Raptors' victory against the Cleveland Cavaliers 126 110, the loss to the Sixers 126 101, and tonight's victory over the Heat 106 104. Then I will cover the upcoming games for next week, including the Orlando Magic, the Chicago Bulls, and the Utah Jazz. And then I will be doing a quick come on, man, segment to cover a topic that we've already covered in previous episodes, but it is very relevant for this time of year. So I will bring it back and talk about it. In the meantime, let's get into this.
1: Trap Chat Alley-oop. The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Oh,
0: shit. Oh! Oh, Run that back! Run that back! man. You gotta run that back. Run it back? back. Alright, run it back. back. right. let's start this off with the Raptors' 126-110 victory over the Caps. Lowry, Ibaka, and Green were out for this one. But Kawhi ended up with 37 points, 6 rebounds, on 12 of 16 field goals. Ananobi pitched in 21 points, 8 boards, and 1 block. Siakam had 15 points. 10 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. Fred Van Vliet came in with 14 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds, and 2 steals. And Norman Powell, who had just come back the previous week, pitched in with 11 points, 3 rebounds, and 3 assists. The Raptors were led from wire to wire in this one. Cavs never got closer than 2 possessions in the second half, although we would have liked to have seen Kawhi and The other guys get more rest time because they're playing a back-to-back. They end up playing Sixers the very next night. The Cavs were still within that range where they couldn't rest the starters. But for the most part, the Raptors had this in control. They took care of business. Then they moved on to Philadelphia the very next night. As I said, they took on the Sixers. In this one, they took a loss. They took the L, 126 to 101. Lowry and Green both returned to this game despite their ailments. Ibaka had stayed out. Kawhi sat in this one as well due to the back to back. Although, Nick Nurse thinks that in the new year, Kawhi will be playing both games of back to backs. So, hopefully, that comes to fruition. On this night, Siakam had 26 points six rebounds, two assists. Lowry pitched in 20 points, six rebounds, five assists. Norm Powell, 13 points, four boards, and Fred VanVleet with 12 points and three assists. First half was back and forth. Uh, The Raptors had the lead, the Sixers had the lead, you know, bouncing back and forth. Up until the final moments of that first half when the Sixers started to pull away, and that continued into the complete second half it was a washout for the Raptors. Uh, Kawhi, there was no Kawhi to contain Ben Simmons like he had in the previous two meetings and the Raptors really felt that effect. Let's take a look at the Bermuda Triangle stats that we have liked to look at for the Raptors, which are the three stats that Raptors can definitely improve and that will also improve their chances for victory. Turnovers. Currently, the Raptors are 10th in the NBA at 14.2 turnovers per game which is better than what it was when we first started this stat but it's still not good enough especially that night 15 turnovers that's not a good number they need to improve that one defensive rebounds second point on the triangle on this night 33 of 37 available defensive rebounds were grabbed by the raptors which is a very good percentage 89 percent. Currently, they are 24th in the NBA, averaging 76% of the defensive rebounds. So, in this one, percentage-wise, they did a good job on the boards defensively. But when Philly's shooting 55% from the field, there's not going to be that many defensive rebounds to be grabbing. So, although that specific number is good, overall, they can't let the opposing team shoot that high. They need to cut that down. But speaking of shooting, Raptors shot selection. That is the third point in the Bermuda Triangle stats. Taking a look at this game, the Raptors were 37 of 95 overall from the field, which is 38.9%. That is not a good number. The Raptors overall in the NBA are third at 48% per game. That is a good number. Raptors from the three point line in this game, 10 for 40 for 25%. That is putrid. That is terrible. Raptors are not good in three-point percentage overall, 25th in the league at 34%. Now looking at the two-point field goals in this game, which is the shots that were taken inside the arc, the Raptors were 27 for 55 for 49%. That is pretty much right on par with their overall field goal percentage for the year. So the Raptors really have to work on that three-point shot selection because a lot of times that is the difference between winning and losing certain games. Anyways, I'm not going to beat this to death, let's move on to tonight's game where the Raptors pulled out the 106-104 victory in a game where for the most part they didn't seem engaged definitely the first half not engaged in the game but they managed to pull it out thanks in large part to Kawhi Leonard and his 30 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists and 2 steals. Danny Green came up clutch in the end Ended up with 18 points, 7 rebounds. Van Vliet came on in the second half, was hitting threes and making some plays. Ended up with 16 points. And Pascal Siaka, who pretty much struggled for the majority of the game, but came through again also with the rest of the team when they needed them. Ended up with 10 points and 9 rebounds. 1 rebound shy of a double-double. Tonight, only 9 Raptors played. One Raptor that did not play was Kyle Lowry, who was out again this time with a back ailment the Raptors looking at these stats again the Bermuda Triangle stats 16 turnovers that is a no-no 16 turnovers cannot happen especially in the first half I think the first quarter is like seven turnovers that number is way too high Raptors need to cut that down 45% from three that is an amazing number especially in the second half first half the, the shots weren't really falling but in the second half they were down about, what, 17, 18 points, and their three-point shooting is really what brought them back in this game, so kudos to them for that one. Raptors managed to pull it out. Great victory moving on towards the end of the, uh, the year and coming into the, the new year. The Raptors are still the number one team in the league, and that's fantastic. So now, upcoming games.
1: This is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trappedsince 95com and follow us on all social media platforms at trapd95. Yeah. Now, the formalities are this and that.
0: Daddy mag daddy super so, cat okay, to make you jump. jump, jump around. Jump, jump, around. Jump, jump, around. All right, so the Raptors on Friday, they are in Orlando. Continuing their Florida the road trip against the Magic, the Magic are currently 14 and 18, 10th in the East, nine and a half games back of the Raptors. That's actually probably 10 to 10 and a half games, depending on the outcome of their game. Four and six in their last 10, tonight, and a three-game losing streak. They are led by a 2010 guy, Nikola Vucevic, a 15 and seven guy in Aaron Gordon, and Mo. Yeah, you know that guy, they they have a song about him, yeah, the rookie, he's there too. As well as former Raptors, Terrence Ross and DJ Augustine, and there's a Canadian on that team too, Kim Birch, so, you know, we'll take a look at that game, look at some of the guys that they have, some some young talent, but uh, the Raptors should be able to handle this game fairly easily. Then we move on to Sunday's game versus the Bulls, right here in Toronto. Bulls are currently 9-25, 13th in the east, 15 and a half games back of the Raptors. Four and six in their last 10, but they're on a two-game winning streak. They're led by the high-flying but often injured Zach Levine. They have Chris Dunn, Lori and rookie Justin Holiday on the come-up. Jabari Parker is also there, but he's on the trade block. There's a lot of trade rumors surrounding him. You will see this team on Sunday, and this should be another. No nonsense victory for the Raptors. Moving on to Tuesday, which I believe is the first game of New Year 2019. Yes, Raptors will be playing the Jazz also in Toronto. The Jazz are currently 17 and 18, 11th in the West. They're six games back, five and five in the last 10, and a one game winning streak. They coasted to the easy Christmas victory yesterday over the Portland Trailblazers. 11796. Another team I think could have been playing on Christmas Day. I will get to that in a little bit. But the Utah Jazz are led by young star Donovan Mitchell and defensive specialist Rudy Gobert. Also they have veteran Ricky Rubio. And then after this game, we're not going to cover it in depth right now, but Kawhi makes his return to San Antonio next week, Thursday. But we will talk about that next week. In the meantime, between time, let's keep it moving.
1: Trap Chat Alley-oop. The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Come on, man.
0: Come on, man. Alright, it's time for Come On, Man. And yes, I am going to talk about it. People say, don't beat the dead horse, but I'm going to beat the dead horse on this one. I'm talking about Christmas. I'm talking about the Toronto Raptors. And I'm talking about why the Toronto Raptors or how. Could they not be playing on Christmas? The number one team in the league. number one team in the NBA. Not on Christmas Day. They were the number one team in the Eastern Conference last year. They won the Eastern Conference in the regular season. Yet they still did not get the Christmas Day game. I think the Raptors versus Bucks would have been a much better game than the Knicks versus the Bucks. The Bucks blew the Knicks out of the water on Christmas Day. They had a Christmas Day game. As I just said earlier in the the last segment, the Jazz played the Blazers and they beat the Blazers handily. I think the Raptors could have easily had a Christmas Day game versus why not the San Antonio Spurs? The Kawhi versus Demar drama. I think that would have been a great game for Christmas, and I think everybody would have tuned into that game. But that's just me, you know. Even as I said, Raptors versus Bucks, Kawhi versus Giannis, two MVP candidates, the number one team in the East versus the number two team in the East, number one team in the league versus the number two team in the league by record. Why not that? Plus, they have recent playoff history. They played what two seasons ago, first round. Raptors ended up taking that one, obviously they moved on to the second round to get swept by the Cavs, but I think that would have been a great storyline. But who am I to say, you know, the 9-26 Knicks lost 109-95 to the Bucs, not a close game at all, as I said. The Bucs never in that game after the opening minutes of the second quarter, so I don't know, I'm just saying, they held a 15-point lead. Throughout the whole fourth quarter. And you're telling me the Raptors couldn't have done better than that. They couldn't have put on a better show than that. Come on, NBA, get your act together. Next year, I want to see it. I don't care what's happening. I want to see it. Especially if the Raptors end up taking the East, which it looks like they will. Especially if the Raptors make the finals, which it looks like they might. I want to see the Raptors playing on Christmas next year. That's what I'm saying. Come on, man. Make it happen. Yeah. All right, this comes to the conclusion of the first half of the special edition Trap Chat Alley youth season three, episode 17. We are gonna be rolling into part two, 2018 the Raptors Wrap Up. Elicit will be joining me alongside special guest as well, Big Beezy. so make sure you guys stay tuned and look out for that one. You know it is, Trap Since 95, for better, for worse, forever. See you on the flip side.
1: This is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince 95com and follow us on all social media platforms at T-R-A-P-D-95.